Hey friends, I am so pumped for today's episode. This is going to be the first ever live coaching episode where I sat down with my friend Sarah, who is a copywriting coach, and we did a coaching call together on how to connect with ideal clients on Instagram and generate leads for your coaching business. Now, this coaching call that I did with her It was a little bit on the longer side, so I split it into two parts. So today I'm going to show you part one, where we dive in specifically into the lead generation, connecting with your ideal client. And then next week on Monday, I'll air part two, where we talk about a three call sales strategy to sign more clients and sell your coaching packages consistently. Let's get to the show. Hey mama, welcome to Bibles, Babies, and Business. Are you ready to start an online biz, quit your nine to five, and stay home with your kids? Are you up late at night Googling online business ideas, how to market myself, and how to get my first paying client? Do you have lots of ideas, but feel overwhelmed when trying to figure out which ones to focus on so you can move your business forward? Hey there, I'm Cami. I'm a Christian, a wife, and a soon-to-be mom. A few years ago, I too felt drained by my day job and wished I could find a way to make money online. I wanted time freedom and the financial freedom to be a stay-at-home mom, but imposter syndrome kept creeping in and telling me, you could never make enough money doing that. And what if you do try and you fail? But then I discovered how to build an online coaching business from home. In this podcast, you'll find biblical principles for the Christian entrepreneur, online marketing tips to help you start and build an online coaching business from home and a whole lot of mom life because we're doing it all with a baby on our hip. So grab your Bible, snuggle your baby, and let's build your business because you were made for this. Hey, Sarah. Hello. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Yeah, not too bad. Thanks. Not too bad. Good. Well, I'm super excited to pop on this call today and serve you for 30 full minutes. And I was reading through your intake form last night and then again before the call. And there's just like so many tactical things that I'm excited to dive into Me too. with you. Um, but first, tell me, how are you doing? How are you, how are you doing leading up to this call? Yeah, good. I spent my whole morning doing real, filming some reels, which is quite fun. So <laughs> tiring, but fun. So I feel like I'm quite pepped up, which is nice, more energetic than I might have been. So maybe that was a good decision. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Let's go ahead and just say a quick prayer over the call. Um, Really invite the Holy Spirit in this space. And then we're going to dive in and get to the tactical stuff. So God, thank you so much for letting me be on this call with Sarah. I pray, Lord, that you would be so present here and that you would just bring forth your wisdom and that Sarah would leave this call having breakthrough and clarity and practical action steps. And that you would lead me in coaching her, Lord, in this 30 minute time frame. I pray that you would be glorified in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. All right. From your notes, it sounds like the number one problem that you are currently experiencing in your business is consistently enrolling people inside of your group program. Yeah. So tell me a little bit more about your group program program. It's kind of like a hybrid, isn't it? 
Yeah, so I launched it in January. It's called the Authentic Storytelling Academy. And so it's really designed to help people integrate storytelling into their copy and their content and is really targeted towards people that are still writing for themselves. So they're not outsourcing their writing to a copywriter or a content writer or someone else. So kind of people that are slightly in that earlier stage or they just enjoy writing. So they just want to be able to write for themselves and don't want to outsource it. So um, yeah, so I guess it's kind of a hybrid. It's a little bit of teaching in terms of giving people training on copy writing and content and stories but also a little bit of writing support and coaching through that process to kind of encourage them along their journey of just sharing that themselves and kind of coming out of their shell a little bit so yeah yeah okay so the person you're serving is likely a business owner maybe yeah. some, a few exceptions in there but likely a business owner and what come when it comes to content whether that be for their sales page whether that be for emails captions, wherever it is that they're showing up, they're really like hitting a block when it comes to the writing piece. Am I hearing you? Yeah. Yeah. And so a lot of them are either they're just a little bit un, like they're not confident in their writing. So it's a little bit like muted. Um, some of them have told me they just don't have like a lot of time. So it's just helping them with strategies to <laughs> speed that process up. Um, it's kind of a range of things, but yeah, they're just some sort of block. Either they just don't have ideas, they're kind of afraid to share things, that kind of stuff, or they're just not quite sure how to take it from like, yeah, this content's okay to, yeah, let's just, I want to like share myself better with people. Yeah. So yeah, it's kind Absolutely. of a mix. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so you had a really great beta round, mm -hmm. but consistently getting people signed into that program is where you're hitting a little bit of a road bump. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So I had a beta launch. I think it was in January and it went really well. I had, I think I had five beta students, which was great. And we went through the program and I got some really, really good feedback from them. It was great. And since then, it's just been like a little bit hit and miss and up and down trying to then kind of refine people that would be best fitted for this kind of thing to work together. So yeah. It's okay. been, it's been a journey. It's been a learning okay. process. Well, it always is. Exactly. <laughs> it always is for sure. And the number one breakthrough that you were really hoping to get on this call is digging into the tactical of Instagram. You're using it. Maybe you're, it sounded like you weren't sure if you were optimizing it though, to connect. With yeah. Your ideal I, I feel like I've kind of had a change of heart a little bit over the last like six or eight months or so, where I was really heavy into Facebook for a lot of a lot of time that would be my primary platform and Instagram was just basically duplicated <laughs> everything that I did on Facebook was duplicated and then I added reels in because they're fun um and that was pr probably the only unique thing I was really doing on Instagram compared to Facebook but I'm just finding like the the strategies that like there are still some things I like about Facebook in terms of connecting with people and meeting people in groups but so many of the groups that I that I like to spend time in are less promotional focused which is which is good but it does mean it's a little bit harder to then kind of be able to just share what you want to share. There's a lot of rules with different people, navigating different people's groups rules because it's not even the same. So it's a lot to keep track of. And part of me is like, I'd love to dip in and out of groups and stay in touch with people in those spaces and use them for research and connecting. But in terms of me just putting myself out there and my stuff out there, I feel like Instagram's a little bit better for that because I have a little bit more flexibility and freedom just over what I do and how I do it. Um, so I feel like I'm kind of wanting almost to shift a little bit towards that being like the primary platform that I focus on and then Facebook just being the kind of duplicated <laughs> platform, if that makes sense. Yeah. So just kind of switching, switching up it up a little bit. Absolutely. And that's really like my wheelhouse is Instagram. Mm -hmm. I use Facebook, 
but my like 99.9% of all my sales have all come from Instagram. And yes, Instagram has changed over the years. You know, mm-hmm. the algorithm has changed. Reels were not yeah. a thing a couple of years ago, even, even maybe even a year ago, but Instagram has foundational techniques that mm-hmm. are always, always have worked and are always going to work. Yeah. And that really makes it beneficial for the business owner, whether they want to use Instagram as a place to like go viral and like do the reels yeah. and get, gra- gather a huge following, or if they're the type of business owner that they want to get in, connect with their person, make that connection and build that relationship and then get off um, and get on a coaching call rather instead. Yeah. So Instagram can kind of be like a, like a gateway to make a connection with person uh, with somebody yeah. similar to Facebook and that I can send you a direct message and hear back from you just as quickly as you can respond as yeah. opposed to platforms like YouTube or podcasting, where it's a very disconnected um, platform. It's not as easy for people to reach out and build an authentic yeah. relationship with you. So I'm so pumped to get into the tacticals of Instagram. I'm going to share my screen because there's a couple notes that I would love to Perfect. document down for you. Yeah. And I think it's like that connection piece is especially what I was um, really thinking about diving into with. Cause I remember when we spoke, I can't remember when it was, but it was a little while ago and we had a connection call and we were talking a little bit about DM strategy, I think you call it. I can't remember what you call it now. Yeah. And, and and that was really good. And I've been like taking some of the things that you told me and experimenting with them a little bit. And I'd love to just dig a little bit more into that maybe as well, just in terms of making that a bit more robust <laughs> so that yes. like, because like I say, like I can use, I can use Instagram, but yeah, it's like the connection piece and actually using it to network with people is still a little bit like, I don't quite know exactly what the best way to do that is. So yeah, that's totally cool. That's my wheelhouse and also doing it in a timely manner because I know that you are going to be a mom here in a few months. It's so exciting. Um, But being able to do this in a timely manner where you're not spending hours and hours and hours every day on Instagram, because who has time for that? So for Instagram, (laughs) our main focus here on this call is connecting with ideal clients Yes. Potential leads. And so Mm -hmm. there's really, there's, there's, there's many ways in which I I teach clients how to go out and connect, but I'm very big on not just the posting and hoping. So I don't want to just make a post, sit back and hope that somebody sees it and slides into my DMs. Yes, there's definitely a time and place to post and provide value and content and let people connect with you that way. And people will, but also Mm. being proactive about going out and finding people and engaging with them in a really non-icky, sleazy, salesy way. So different ways that I teach my clients to connect with people is through an Instagram audit, which we're not going to spend much time on all these things because we really want to focus in on that that DM Mm. strategy part. Um, and actually making the physical connection. But an Instagram audit is incredibly important because statistically people will get on your profile and decide within seven seconds or less whether or not they're going to follow you. Yeah, it's scary short. Seven (laughs) seconds is not very long, but it doesn't have to be scary if we know how to optimize our profile. And so that is one way that a person could connect with you. Another way is through your content, which is your wheelhouse. You know, that's the type of coach that you are. You're out here teaching people how to do writing, which is one of those foundational things that I was mentioning that Instagram Mm -hmm. always has worked and always will work is the captions. Um, The other part is a DM strategy. 
which we'll get into here in a moment. And then the last one is a freebie. So these are four different ways, avenues in which our ideal client can come hang out with us and really make that initial connection point. So yeah. the DM strategy, and I have to give credit to the guest coach inside of my program that teaches this DM strategy. Her name is Bella. And she does a really phenomenal job of teaching other coaches and business owners and service providers how to utilize a DM strategy that is not icky, sleazy, or salesy yeah. or spam. Yeah. yeah. Back in the day, the DM strategy, quote unquote, would be to go like 20 photos of a person, DM them, cold pitch your offer, and follow them. And yeah. that worked. When, like years ago <laughs> yeah. when people were, when it wasn't happening all the time, but now that it's mm -hmm. happening all the time, it's like immediate red flags for people. So yeah. when you are doing a DM strategy, it's really important to make it as natural as possible as if you were bumping into a friend at a coffee shop. Mm. Okay. So when we're doing a DM strategy, the first thing that we really have to understand is where is our person at? How are we going to go find them? And Fortunately, you are already a guru on Facebook because that's one of the places that you can go find your person. So they're hanging out in Facebook groups. And the thing about DM strategy is that you can take what you're doing on Instagram and replicate it to Facebook because they have a very similar messaging system. You send mm, a message, yeah. somebody gets a ding, they get it, they respond back to you. That's true. Yeah. So where, where is our person hanging out? They're hanging out in Facebook groups. Some of the time they may be hanging out under hashtags. Now, when I say hashtags, they're either using hashtags on their own posts mm -hmm. or they're following those hashtags, but they're not necessarily using them on their own content. So there's right. two different avenues there. So I'll put on their own posts or hashtags they are following. And then the last little piece here is other accounts that they're following. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. That's the bit that I definitely don't use quite as well That's okay. <laughs> as, as I should. Yeah. That's okay. Um, it's something that we can use and it's, and it's definitely going to be super helpful for you. So when you are, let's start with the, the other accounts that they're following. Let's, let's really hang out there since that's a place that you said that you can grow in. Mm -hmm. So I would challenge you to take 10 minutes sometime this week and go look on Instagram for other people that are doing something very similar as you. So these are other copywriting coaches or other even content creation coaches, because that's a form of what you're mm -hmm. doing. Who are the yeah. other people that your ideal client is following that they have either about the same amount of following or larger than you do? Yeah. So essentially that's kind of like, what other clubs are they in so that you can go and network with those people? Because the, the reality is, is that if they are liking that person's content and you have very similar content to that person, mm -hmm. they're going to want to come and hang out with you too. Yeah. So it, you're already a step further rather than just going and engaging with random people who just happen to have businesses. You can even get more niche specific. Yeah. Okay. So questions around where we find our people, where they're hanging out at. Um, I don't think so. I guess the only other thing that I can think of, I suppose, is working out the right 
hashtags because I know that's something that I've investigated in, in in the past and kind of I'm currently investigating and that's something I just I is definitely a weakness and something I, I can grow in is is working out how to use hashtags better for myself but then just working out which ones are the good ones to tap into to look for accounts that might be people that I could connect with or those kinds of things because it's it's kind of tricky to work out there's a lot of them and I don't even know where to start right so I think it's a, it's important to understand first off how are hashtags being used. So so years ago hashtags were being used as a way for people to go viral and it was very very effective in getting your content out there. Nowadays hashtags really have taken a back seat as far as um, getting your content in front of other people, but they still can be effective in us finding where our ideal client is and how to connect with them. So. I would focus less of your time on what hashtag should I be using on my posts yeah. and rather what hashtags is my ideal client using on their posts slash what hashtags are they maybe following? So right. for example, if your ideal client is an online business owner, what type of business, business owner is she? Is she a coach? Is she an author? Tell me about her business. Yeah. Um, it's kind of been, I, I guess from the beta students, they've all had programs or most of them have, or are about to create programs, most of them. So they're kind of course creators. I don't know if they would, they maybe would call themselves coaches. I'm not quite sure if that's a label that they would necessarily, um, put on themselves, but they're, they're kind of going in that direction, I suppose. Um, at least so it was for the students that I had in my beta, that, that was kind of the majority of them. Okay. Awesome. So right there is a really good place for us to start. So you could mm. be, they are probably using hashtags on their posts, like hashtag course creator. Mm. And of course, when you type in hashtag course creator, there's like 15 other different versions of hashtag mm. course creator that pops up. There's like one yeah. with QRs, there's ones with course creators, plural. Yeah. So I would start there. I would also start with hashtag online coach because oftentimes course creators are, they are coaches, whether they're actively coaching people live or not. The mm. only difference between a course creator and a coach is you're either teaching the material in a recording or you're teaching the material live. So yeah. she probably is an online coach. And so I would start with those two hashtags okay. first. The other cool. thing I would do is I would go make a list of all the people who were in your beta group and go study their posts mm, yeah. before they started working with you. So you know the time frame in which they were looking with, working with you. Scroll back in their posts. Yeah. Think about a month to two months before they signed on into your beta group. What did their content look like? What right. hashtags yeah. were they using on their posts? And start creating a list of these. And this is going to be a really awesome list for, you can either use these on your posts and you can also use them when you are searching for people to go engage with. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's a good idea. I like that. Okay. And is the idea of doing it before, just because in case they changed things as a result of having gone through the program. So you're wanting that kind of pre, pre-look essentially. Right. We want the pre-look because the people that you are wanting to sign this month, next month, and they're all pre yeah. right now. They're well, pre, oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> pre Sarah, yeah. pre your program, and so where is their mindset at now? Because their yeah, mindset is going to be in a different place after they work with you. But we want to find out where they're hanging out now. Where is the space that they're in? Yeah, now? that's true. Um, and don't be afraid to get really specific with these hashtags. Like, let's say 
let's say that your ideal client also happens to be like a faith-based coach. Hmm. Start searching hashtag faith-based coach. There Hmm. is like probably a million, if not more coaches on there. And one of the number one things that coaches, course creators struggle with is content. So you are in a hot, hot market. Your services are needed. It's just Hmm. about going out and finding that person and connecting with them. All right, friends. So this is where I'm going to pause part one of my coaching call with Sarah. Now, next Monday is going to air part two, where we talk about the three call sales strategy to sign more clients and sell your coaching packages consistently. It's a super juicy episode that I cannot wait for you to hear, and it will be airing next Monday. Now, I will see you back here on Thursday in just a few days for our Bible study breakdown episode of the book of Joshua. I'll see you soon. Hi, friend. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Bible's Babies and Business podcast. If you learned something from today's episode or if it blessed you in any way, I would love to know. You can head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review, and I may just read your review on the show. Thank you again for being here, and I pray that God would fill you with peace in your faith, your motherhood, and your business, because you were made for this.